When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth Shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make Shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. is already a very nerve-wracking edition of the CHGO Bears podcast. Great to see you. Welcome in. It is Friday. I am thrilled to uh, be sitting in the seat for Will DeWitt today, who's taking the day off. And the CHGO Bears podcast have always presented by DraftKings Sportsbook, America's top-rated sportsbook. Download the app. Use that promo code CHGO when you sign up. Now, the nerves right now are not because I'm hanging out with Nicholas Moriano because that brings me calm and brings me joy and and brings me confidence. However, we do have a new producer today who's learning the ropes. Uh, You may have heard of him. He's also a host at CHGO Bears and other shows. Producing the program from Bragg Central is Gregory P. Braggs. Do you know what you're doing? Because you're making me nervous. I slightly know what I'm doing. We've already messed up once. But Uh we're good. We're rolling. Well, congratulations. The plane has taken off. You know, when you take off and you land, that's the scariest part. But flying will Mm -hmm. be just fine in the air. Okay. So, all right. You got us off the ground. here. I, 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 well, okay. I was just, I was trying to to lighten your load over there. Got a babysitter. (laughs) And Lawrence is babysitting. So if anything goes wrong, we're okay. But I just think people should know that in addition to being a dynamic host here at CHGO, uh, Braggs is, 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 is now also doing some, some behind the scenes producing, which uh, is going to make us all better. And we appreciate him stepping up in every single damn way that he has for us uh, since, um, since me and Greg actually got hired the same day um, back in last September when uh, CHGO made arguably either the best or the two worst decisions they've ever made. One of the two, depending on your perspective. What do you think, Nick? I think it's the best. I'm just knowing Greg and how you guys operate markets, it's been a great addition to the team. And I'll tell you this, Greg called me up earlier today. I had literally just gotten out of the shower and picked up the phone. He wanted to know how to do a little bit more of the behind the scenes stuff. So you know, went in and uh, sent Greg a couple of videos. Hopefully um, they help him with what he has to do uh, behind the scenes. But it's been a great addition. It's going to make a great Friday show to end the week off right. So I'm pumped. Those nerves are now settled. Get into the show. And like Greg said, we're going to fly that plane. We're going to fly we're, that plane. We're flying, baby. And and thanks for jumping in, everybody. I hope we have an active chat today as per always. I actually, Nick, if you don't mind, I'd like to take a slight pivot before we get into uh, a lot of Travis Gibson talk and just uh, sort of everything that came out of OTAs this week that we haven't covered. But I'm I'm doing my prep this morning, right? I'm hanging out. I'm I'm, ha- I'm it was a good prep morning. Had a healthy smoothie. Actually, it was an average prep morning. Went went for the vanilla covered frosty thingy that was delicious um in addition to the smoothie so it was a a 50 50 nobody cares about this let me get going to where i'm at but so i'm reading about tom brady and that was your top story on espn he's not he's certain he's not coming back and you know then it just underlines that he is now you know a part of the las vegas 
Raiders organization. The Big Brady, uh, you know, uh, joined them in their ownership group. It's, of course, pending NFL approval. Um, and, you know, 24 current NFL team owners have to approve Brady's partnership. Um, he's also a part of Davis's WNBA champion, Las Vegas Aces ownership group. So he's got a, he's got a good friend in Mark Davis, even though he never played for Mark Davis. So congratulations to Tom as, he, as if he needs anything more good going on in his life. But he's earned it, so congratulations. But it got me thinking, like, I think we would all agree, right? The Bears organization right now is in the best spot that it ever has been in all of our Bears' lives. And I include the old heads like myself in there when Jim Finks was having the 1983 draft and finding guys like Mark Bortz late and, late and, and drafting Hall of Famers like Jimbo Covert, even though it would have been better if they had they drafted Dan Marino. But regardless, on their way to winning their first Super Bowl, I would argue that it's in a better position now, fingers crossed a little bit, with Kevin Warren at the top and Ryan Poles, uh, as a second-year GM, uh, I, the Flus has still got a ways to go to to prove himself. But like, I I, I don't I, I certainly don't think we have an idiot in that seat. I think we've got somebody who's who's competent. We'll see if he can what he does when there's more talent around. That's still to be determined. And and you know, Poles has got stuff to prove as well. They all do. Mm-hmm. But I'm thinking like, what's the next level Kevin Warren play that he could pitch to? the McCaskies and say, Hey, I would like to get this really smart guy, dynamic thinker, former bear, perhaps, or it doesn't have to be Tom Brady didn't play for the Raiders. I would like to add him into the organization. Like who would that be? And, um, you know, when I had this dynamic thought, I, I, uh, uh, it was on the fly and I saw, I I called good old Gregory and I'm like, and I had one name that popped in my head that, that, that made sense to me. And that the first guy that I thought of was the Yale graduate, the Super Bowl champion who's been around the team and has a lot of thoughts and seems super smart. Whenever he opens up his mouth, like why wouldn't you want Gary Fensick a part of this organization in some way, shape or form? You're pointing at me for those uh, in the audio world. So you agree with that thought, right? I mean, wouldn't, wouldn't that be sweet if the bears announced that, that Gary Fensick or someone of that ilk, but Gary is the first name that came to mind, is a part of the organization, is going to be in some senior advisor role who is going to further steer this ship in the right direction. Mark, that's the that's the name in when you, you put that in, in in our rundown here. I'm like, the one name that came up was, was Gary, Gary Fensick, and he's been around. He was there last year at training camp. Like, he was just kind of around watching the camp, watching the practices, and, you know, if the Bears were to do something similar that looks like the Rares are going in that direction, I'm wondering, you know, I don't know. If, it doesn't hurt the organization. You're bringing in someone who obviously knows the Bears organization, knows how it, what it looks like at its peak, right? He was a part of that. And you get a, a player's perspective on things, which is far different from any business person's going to have with how they operate the, you know, just the – the whole operation of a franchise. So I think there is value in that. And to kind of go back to Tom Brady, I wonder exactly what what is what would his role exactly be. But he's obviously a smart guy. He's been a part of a lot of winning in his career with the New England Patriots and, you know, obviously the Tampa Bay Buccaneers for a year. But I think that's the one guy that I was thinking of, like I was trying to think outside the box, but that's the one that I think makes the most sense. I mean, literally, if his one role – I mean, I can name three off the top of my head. 
But like, but if his one role is to sit in the box with ownership on game day and point out exactly what's going on on the field that he sees that the standard person who watches football doesn't see, to me, there's value in that. Like, if if, if and if in the if Fensick was doing the same thing, that'd be awesome. If Fensick was showing up, you know, every now and then at practice and just watching what's going on and and you could bounce this you know know, and for the record the bears have shown a willingness to be way more open than they have in the past the the fluce is welcoming you know dave we saw dave wanstead Mm -hmm. out at uh at hellas the other day he's standing on the field he's not standing with the media he's right underneath the goal post he's watching they're having lengthy conversations uh fluce and poles is talking to him so it's like they're not, they don't feel like you have to have some confidence in who you are as a person and your talents to bring in somebody who might know more than you, which, you know, a lot of mom and pop shops, they don't want to be told what they're doing wrong. This is how mm-hmm. we do it. Get out of my way. I don't care if it's wrong. This is how it is. I'm not going to cede any level of my power or my authority to you when it's quote unquote, my team, not even quote unquote, it is their team. So this current regime actually feels more open to doing something like this. And, and Kevin Warren strikes me as a guy who might be willing to do something creative that could add on to the organization too. Yeah. And we've already seen like, he's always bringing in Charles peanut Tillman, right? He brings in former bears to come speak to these guys. So the bears are very open to going to the past to help them with the present. I think that's a good thing, especially because there's a lot of these people, a lot of these players, former guys that had success in the league that can just share some knowledge. And obviously that's a very, uh, when they're doing that, when Iberflus having Tillman speak to the team, it's like how he had success, how you handle success, adversity, those little things. But I've I've always liked the idea of having a player's perspective in the grand, the bigger scheme of things, because they just get things that, uh, you know, like I s- said earlier, that the business end maybe misses out on because they're so focused on the business side of things. The players have a huge portion of why any organization is going to obviously have success. So it's an idea that. You know, maybe if the Bears start winning, they look to add something like that as they're still developing, building this new regime that uh, Ryan Poles has started here. So for the record, we put five names down and chat world, those watching live, feel free to throw some in there that perhaps you would be interested in. And we just did Bears, or I should say Bragg's just did Bears and myself a little bit because I had Fensick and having done Bears postgame shows on WGN Radio for seven years with Dan Hampton, uh, the dude has... uh, an incredible football mind, super old school. He is, he would not, you know, taking time off from practice and, you know, participation trophies, any of that, that ain't going to be 99's game, but he know he is very smart. And when I'm watching, when I used to watch games with him, he would just see what's going on him and OB for that matter. Both of them would see things. Do you see what the linebacker did there? You see what? No, no, I didn't because I'm a normal football fan and I didn't see what all, you know, 11. It's just the way you would see it was always impressive to me. Peanut Tillman's on our list. Doug Plank, who we had on the show, Plurex put in there, super smart, super intense. And Patrick Manley, who's also been on the program, mm-hmm. all making the list. I like those names. That's a, that's a good list of uh, Bears players that have all – one either have had success with with the team or obviously have been here for a long time have seen it good and bad so it's a good list of players that uh could be you never know but the good list of players that you know if the bears are looking to find that position those might be the guys to start 
Matt Nagy in the chat saying Matt Nagy. That's an excellent choice there. Uh, Adam, Adam Tremblett going with Mike Glennon, one of the great signings oh. in the history of the Bears. Yeah, uh, your yeah. boy Boogie wants himself in there. Mm. Um, so, you know, uh, I, I'm not exactly against your boy Boogie. He's been a good supporter of Carm. I'm, I'm, I'm for it. That's my creative suggestion to the Bears today. Uh, let, let's, 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 you know, you, what they call it in, uh, in I believe in, in, in some lands around here, if you flip on the up, things are going well. Mm. You know, you, you 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 don't get satisfied right there. You 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 look for ways in which you can take this positive momentum. And what's that? Yes, Braggs. What's what's that? Um, what's that car racing game? Off road where you hit the nitro. Boom, 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 boom. That's what I like. Like that. That's what I'd like to see. A boom, 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 boom. Let's go. Yeah, I was partial to Cruise in USA back in the day. You know? Great so, game, great game, like great game. Uh, yeah. No, the name I always used to throw out there before we hired Kevin Warren, and, and, and when to your point about face of football operations, so to speak, Peyton Manning. Like I know he's not a bear, but that'd be incredible. To, like mm-hmm. whoever wants to hire him to be the face of your organization, like to me, that's the home run move. I, I used to talk about that for years, but I'm I'm happy with what Kevin Warren's doing now. Yeah, and look, I love that name. I wouldn't, you know, this is, you know, Friday podcast, you know, not, there's nothing based to any of my thoughts right now, but I just, uh, other than just being creative, I would not be surprised if this happened. I really wouldn't, uh, based on nothing, but I, it just feels logical to me. Well, would, look, Mark, they, they, they also brought in, like, an assistant GM, right? That was never at the Bears before Ryan yeah. Poles got there. So they think, I think they're thinking outside the box are not limiting themselves on what can help the organization move forward in the right direction. So uh, you don't, I wouldn't rule anything out with Ryan. As long as Ryan Poles is here, you know, there, there are things that haven't been here with this bears organization previously. So keep it open, man. When we, when that does happen, Mark, we'll come back to June 2nd at 12, 10, uh, you know, PM and be like, well, Mark told you, he told you, you got that thought and now it's here. Damn straight. Damn straight. All right. So I sort of bogue out of the show. So I want to go back to you, Nick. Where do you want to go next? You want to go, you want to hit some Herbert. You want to hit some Gibson. You you make the call, brother. Yeah, I think, um, you know, let, let's go to Travis Gibson. Maybe we'll circle back for, for Khalil Herbert in a little bit here. Just talk about the defensive ends in general. I thought... I thought we got a kind of a mixed reaction after going back and reading the the transcripts of what was said from Matt Eberflus, Alan Williams, Travis Smith, the defensive line coach, on just a defensive line group in general. You ask Alan Williams, he feels optimistic, right, about what yep. this group can do. And you asked him the question, is anybody standing out? And the guy he singled out was Travis Gibson, saying that he looks bigger, looks stronger. Then you ask Matt Eberflus, though, mark and i think it's it's interesting because he said keep competing we brought some guys in we might bring in some other guys we obviously brought some d tackles in and all that we'll find out what the green rush is so looking bring it he first immediately goes to keep on competing because there could be other people here and then travis smith the defensive line coach got a chance to talk to him for a little bit on, on wednesday's otas and he was basically saying, well, Travis Gibson now has this great opportunity because there's an open end position right now. And he's going to be playing on the left end and the right end, something that he didn't do before. But for me, I I don't know if Travis Gibson's job is safe or in jeopardy at this point. And I know there was a report earlier saying that the Bears organization loves him. Maybe that's true. 
But I feel like this is definitely a pivotal year for Travis Gibson and for the other D linemen uh, at the edge position to really show what they can do because clearly they did not do enough in 2022, and that needs to change uh, this upcoming season. Well, there's a lot of things that are interesting with Travis, right? Number one, last year was disappointing. Uh, you were you were hoping for more, but I think logically you look at it and say the dude did not have any help around him. He's not premium premium that he can do it himself. So it's just a hard evaluation. Okay, fine. This year, better, I think for sure. But how much better? How much of an immediate impact can Jervon Dexter and Zach Pickens and Justin Jones with another year in the system with maybe more talent around him, how much more push can they get up front that he can be attacked, uh, be more efficient attacking from either side? I like the concept of either side for him because whoever I, I want him going against the lesser talent. Mm-hmm. Who's ever, you know, who's, who's, is it a better left tackle, or a better right tackle? Who's he more likely to be? Let's put him over there. Let's have some flexibility that, you know, that just, I mean, that seems super basic. And especially with a guy who, you know, if it's, if he's out, man, it's just, a, you know, there's a great chance that you're just not going to notice him for the entire day. But here's the other thing with Travis. Like if you're not willing to make a bet on him right now, which I don't think the bears are, if he has a huge year, which is, I would say unlikely, but if you want to be optimistic, let's say it's possible. Well, if he has a huge year, dude's a free agent. And then mm-hmm. you're either going to, you're going to have to pay him more than you want to pay him. So it's almost like, do the bears believe in Gibson enough right now to make him? Cause they have money. We've always been talking about Cole command and, and, and Darnell Mooney and whatnot. Do they have any interest in making Gibson a, Below market, I would say, offer just so you have that at at worst case rotational piece that if it doesn't work out, he doesn't make another step. You have then you cut him and you eat and you eat that money. Like to me, if you're optimistic on him, he's a guy to look at right now to try to get signed. And if I'm Travis Gibson, I'm not sure if I'm going to get another contract. I'd be interested in getting a couple more millions of dollars in my bank account. So I, you know, am, am sleeping even more comfortable at night. It's something to at least consider. Yeah, Mark. So he's still in 2023, he'll make a base salary of just over uh, 2.7 million, just under 2.8 million. So it's still under contract. I wonder too, though, like why maybe I'm trying to think of the whys he had and not to go back to Matt Nagy here, but why did he have not a, a not successful season uh, in the first year of Iberflus's scheme. Well, he was coming from a 3-4 to a 4-3. There's a different transition there. Um, and we're going to have our great producer back there pull up a stat that I think could be relevant as to why maybe Travis Gibson wasn't as productive as he could be, um, especially because, you know, there, like you mentioned, there weren't a lot of guys opposite of him that could help him out. And it, if you're watching the YouTube, this it's a tough graph to see because it's so small. But what I want to to kind of focus you in on here this is literally, a pass rushing go ahead mark <laughs> i was just gonna say literally if you're not watching the youtube you're not missing anything because i have no idea what's on this thing i need Good, a magnifying yeah. glass yeah yeah it's it's really tiny here but uh espn did a chart of the pass rush win rate essentially against double teams and if you look to the right of it and again tiny little font here but travis gibson's actually 
the fifth most uh, double teamed edge rusher, according to this graph. I made sure I read this right. I was looking. I'm like, wait, Travis Gibson, out of all people, he's just right behind Darius Smith and Aiden Hutchinson. And then if you look at the top of the x-axis, you see the guys that were able to actually um, do well at, at versus double teams. But Travis Gibson was arguably the – or pro- it looks like the fifth most double-teamed edge rusher last season, 2022. And so – and then now I'm going back – again, going to the whys. I don't know why I'm doing this today. But is it because the defense was out there a lot? Was it because there was nobody opposite of him? The, def- the opposing offense was like, well, we don't really – have any other threat might as well throw the double team at travis gibson he did he was second on the team with three sacks but it's like there he was facing a lot of double teams and now i wonder if that's going to be the same in in 2023 well let me ask you this nick because doug van doren asked in the chat just remember nick the dns in this scheme are not asked to penetrate it's a different philosophy their defense uses the interior alignment Mm -hmm. to penetrate and dns to just seal the edges do you agree with that yeah, Doug, I'm glad you brought this up because this is where I think things could change for the DNs. They did not have the guys in the middle to help out the the outside whatsoever. Justin Jones was their most effective guy at doing that. But now you have now you have Zach Pickens. Now you have Jervon Dexter and Justin Jones. And you have that rotation of guys to keep it things fresh. So whoever the ends are out there, they can help the or whoever the in the, the interior guys are, they can help the ends that are out there. So I think it could be different for these defensive ends. And now you're having Travis Gibson line up on both sides. So hopefully that creates better opportunities and overall success for whoever is lined up on the edge in this Bears defense. But that's definitely going to be a factor because they just didn't have the bodies interior-wise to help out the guys on the edge. This is a... I'm going to call this an outstanding conversation, which we're going to continue in one second here. And I want to, I want to get into a little bit of Dominic Robinson too. But uh, uh, as you see, I just turned up the the sunlight in, in my room, if you're watching on YouTube and I am taking on the sun with gear built to last with our friends at shady rays, which has you covered with the warm weather that is staring you in your face today. It's awesome outside. I hope you get to enjoy it this afternoon. We got the premium polarized shades at an affordable price. You know it, you love it. Shady rays, the independent, you're not helping out some huge corporation here. You're going with the independent sunglasses company that offers a world-class product just as good as any expensive pair that you've worn. And that expensive pair, you're probably going to break it. But you do that at Shady Rays, lose, break. Whenever you do it, they will send you a brand-new pair, no questions asked. Uh, you wear your Shady Rays with, with confidence because they have your back long after you purchase. I mean, think about how awesome that is. You break the pair. Hey, dude. Hey, Shady. Hook me up, baby. I broke these. No problem. By the way, if you don't like them either, when you get them, uh, you can return them within 30 days. They will uh, give you your money back. No questions asked. And exclusively for you, the CHGO Amazing Listener, Shady Rays, best deal of the season. You go to ShadyRays.com. Use that code CHGO. You get 50% off two or more pairs of polarized sunglasses. Try for yourself. Shades rated five stars by over 250,000 amazing people. Mark, uh, it's um, it's getting close to Father's Day, and it's just right around the corner. And you haven't, and if you haven't gotten your dad anything yet, don't worry, don't worry, because Manscaped's got you covered. Uh, you and I both know he needs some serious grooming in his life, so grab your dad the Performance Package 4.0, and he'll thank you for helping him to look at his absolute best. It's a win-win situation for both mom and dad. Go to Manscaped.com and use the code. CHGO for 20% off plus free shipping 
I'm someone who enjoys being well-groomed, and I learned that from my dad, constantly getting my hair cut, keeping the beard or mustache lined up, and also, you know, keeping my chest hair under control. It starts from the top, starts from your dad, right? Doing all that keeps me confident in my look, and it will do the same for your, your father as well. And Manscaped is dedicated to helping you increase your confidence and level up your full-body grooming game with the Performance Package 4.0. The kit comes with the Essential Lawnmower 4.0 waterproof, cordless body trimmer, and a ton of other liquid formulations to round out your grooming routine. And having the right tools for grooming is essential. Do yourself a favor and always use the right tools for the job. You can get 20% off plus free shipping with the code CHGO at manscaped.com. That's 20% off with free shipping at manscaped.com. And don't forget to use that code CHGO. And also, don't forget where you came from, guys, this year. Show your original home some love with Manscaped. I love it. Let's get let's get dad <laughs> to the next level. Come Father's Day, happy uh, happy Father's Day to uh, all the dads and whatever role you are a dad out there, dog dads, kid dads, stepdads, uncle dads, whatever the hell. If you're whenever you're in that dad role, Carm to Braggs, that type of thing. Happy Father's Day to me. What up, Braggsy? I'm kidding. Uh, <laughs> slash vice versa. All right. Um, let what as we continue to, to uh, we're, we're going to talk to the offensive coaches. By the way, this week, uh, our mm-hmm. our last OTA coverage will be out there on Wednesday uh, for those who are interested in that. But this was all defense this week. Did you uh, did you glean anything else from the 22 pages of? Uh, of, of notes that, that you so graciously sent me this morning, Nick, of all the comments that literally came out of there. I, I didn't hear enough about Dominique Robinson. Like, I, I'm wondering, is this guy just the forgotten man? I mean, I mean, let's go back. Week one, he grabbed Trey Lance. He ripped him to the ground. This wide receiver turned defensive end who... Yes, needs to put on weight, but supremely athletic, very likable, rooting for him. I, we were hoping for somebody to take off, and it didn't happen. But to what you just underlined with Travis, there was just – I mean, you, the circumstances were so incredibly difficult last year for those guys to succeed. Hey, Dominic, go up against the premium left tackle every week. Good luck to you and beat that guy uh, with sometimes even getting doubled. I mean, he was just like, it, it was, it was non-factor city. So, but I, there was part of me watching him and just that I was hopeful that there's something that could be unlocked. I haven't heard it yet. So, I mean, he's another guy that's obviously on the clock. Yeah. And that's, uh, that's a guy I think forgotten, it's like almost a good way to describe it because even when I was at OTAs the past two days, like I don't, my attention never gravitated towards Dominique Robinson. Maybe there's a, there's a bunch of new faces out there. You immediately see it like a Tremaine Edmonds. I, you know, I really keyed in on like a Demarcus Walker. I liked what I've been seeing just with him and his one-on-one drills and just how he kind of goes about his business. But for me, like Dominique Robinson what what Travis Smith said, I think, applies to all these DNs. He said, basically, this scheme is really simple. What's going to make you effective in this scheme, essentially, and it's going to all start with your stance and your get-off. And I think that's going to be something that if those, whoever the DN is in on any specific play, 
Walker, Robinson, Gibson, uh, any, but any one of those guys, if they don't, they can't show the effectiveness with the get off and being in a good stance, then you're not going to have an effective rush. So I think for a guy like Dominic Robinson, still learning the position. Like, I don't care that he had one year of NFL experience. He wasn't naturally a DN. He, we were just talking about it. He was a wide receiver. He was a bunch of, he played offense. He played on the offense before. So it takes time to get comfortable with all these new things. So I think that's going to be a guy. It's He's a wild card for me right now, Mark. I want to see Dominique Robinson succeed. I want to see him get to the quarterback. I want to see more of what he did week one in 2022 throughout the course of a season. But I think it's all going to go to the very basics, your stance and your get off. And that's why I would, going back really quickly to Travis Gibson, I know he's going to now play on the opposite side. He also has to then learn the stance for that. It's not just an apples apple situation. Now it's the opposite hand down. And now it's a learning curve. You have to get, you know, when he's out there at a different spot to have an effective rush. So it's, it's going to be I think, you know, it's going to take some time for Travis Gibson when he plays on the opposite end side to, to be effective, but that can be said for all these, these new guys that are now in the system, but Hopefully Dominic Robinson can really show some signs of growth because the Bears just need really anybody to step up because if not, Iberflus already alluded to it. They're looking at guys. They're looking at guys at all positions, but I know it feels like the defensive end is like the priority if they're actually going to bring in another free agent at some point. We're rooting on you, Dom Rob. You're a good man. Um, by the way, uh, my bad here. I, I want to get the super chat. It's a little late because we moved on from the topic. But uh, Stephen Weatherford earlier in the show was saying, uh, "Can Seth Rollins winning a heavy winning heavyweight champ be a sign for Chicago winning our chip?" Hey, Stephen. Uh, who the hell knows? I was, you know, I I guessed uh, the other day on on football night in Chicago uh, with, with Haw, and they gave me the pop quiz of. You know, are, are are the Bears playoff contenders? Nick, are the Bears playoff contenders? What do you think? Everything has to click, Mark. And even then, it's like you're in the hunt. I, I don't think. Is. What was that? That's the question. In the hunt. Yeah. A contender. Who are you exactly afraid of in the division right now? Just out of curiosity. Detroit's at the top, right? At the oh, NFC oh, North. Okay. But but if you All look right. at the NFC, Mark, like Yeah, okay. Okay. Who? You know, hum, right. They're not the Eagles. They're not the Niners. I got it. No problem. We're talking about being a playoff contender. We're talking about seven teams making the playoffs. We're talking about DJ Moore coming. We're talking about second year Braxton Jones. We're talking about Brand new right tackle, Darnell right. Hard to imagine that's getting that's going the you know getting worse, right? It, mm-hmm. uh, it's got to be better. The quarterback's got to be better, right? I would think that Darnell Mooney's got to be better. Chase Claypool's has to be better. These are low bars. Um, you know, is the defense going to be better than last year? It better freaking better be. be. They were one in seven in one score games. I don't. I don't see a scenario that the Bears are I, – I mean, maybe, you know, who the hell knows? It's June the 2nd. Training camp's, you know, still almost two months away. But playoff contender? 
You telling me they're going to get swept by the, the Vikings and the Packers and the Lions this year? Better not freaking happen. Um, so I, 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 I mean, I'm I, looking I, at I the NFC teams right now, Mark. Like, okay, we have the Eagles as a top, and I see, I see, who is this? Uh, I see Chubbs A2's uh, super chat here. Muse and Mike for saying Detroit's at the top. They're at the top, top of the NFC North, right? They, they literally, uh, you know, were a team that. I think it's on the rise and that's, we'll see how it, it's Detroit though. We'll see how it goes this year. I don't know if they're going to sweep the bears like every other team in the NFC North. Are, are we writing Minnesota off that easily? I mean, I know they had a very fortunate year in one score games, but it's funny how we vaulted Detroit over them when Minnesota was the division champs last year. Yeah. For me, like I've never been a fan of Kirk cousins and just, just, I think there's always a, a very low ceiling with them with with him at quarterback. I know he's consistent. He's going to put up numbers, and they they obviously got Jordan Addison, so they got some more weapons there. But again, that that ceiling's low for me with them. But looking at other teams, Mark, like we don't know what the Green Bay Packers are going to be with Jordan Love. You yeah, we have, do. They suck. They suck. There they you suck. go. They suck. They could, <laughs> that could be it. Carolina's going to be you know probably fighting for the first round pick next year. Uh, so is a Arizona Cardinals who are on the, 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 the bear schedule, Tampa Bay, Baker Mayfield's their quarterback. There's a lot of winnable games. There's a lot of, I, I think just things that play in the bears favor here. So if they're not in the hunt by the time, it's like, what the week 13, 14, like that's a disappointment, a big, big time for me. Like all the things you mentioned, quarterbacks going to be better. Uh, defense is going to be able to stop the run get to the quarterback hopefully more effectively things are going to get better for the Bears team key they have some key free agent additions like the nfc is open and the bears they capitalize hit on their marks everything goes right they can definitely be playing for you know position later on after the regular season chubbs is giving you some body blows here nick so we're just going to get his super chats out of the way he says but you're a big big fan of beta qb in detroit <laughs> is this? True? I mean, he put he put up some good numbers. Um, Jared Goff, he surprised me last year. I'll say that with how he played. He, I think he played really well in that system. So, and I think he's only going to get better knowing it. But yeah, you can't just write off Detroit because they're the Lions. They're gonna they have some playmakers over there, and they they showed. Remember the last time the Bears played Detroit? <laughs> like that was uh not very good. So. Give Detroit its, its respect, but we'll see when it comes to season how how things play out. Isn't the last time they played them, wasn't that Cairo Santos' missed uh, extra point that cost us the game? No, the last time was in Detroit where the Bears got their that asses kicked. That didn't matter. That was the last game of the year. <laughs> they were done. It was cooked. It was New Year's Day. It was whatever. Was that the last game of the year? I don't even remember. Was it the second no, last? No, that, was, uh, that was Minnesota. Minnesota's last game of the year where they had uh, basically a preseason game. Yeah, right, 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 right. And then, yeah, they started whoever they started at quarterback. It's all a blur on this Friday. I've been drinking starting at eight, and that's not true. I'm completely sober and and, and, and together. I Listen, the Detroit's going to be fine. They're, they'll be good. They'll be competitive. They ain't the, uh, you know, the, the, the Patriots dynasty that they got going on up there. We'll, we'll, no, we'll, yeah. So I'm not, I'm not trying to discredit the Lions, and I'm not trying to make it out like we're going up against uh, – whatever Aaron Rodgers in his prime um and all and all of that so I to me 
like you know, let let's let let let's 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 be in contention. I'm not asking too much. Uh, by the way, it came. The Bears were sending out an email um, as the show's going on today. One of the great things that they do. Um, it's uh, in the, the headline of the email or the headline of the press release is Chicago sports franchises continue alliance and supportive solutions addressing gun violence in, in Chicago. Um, Chicago sports alliance, a collaboration between the Bears, Blackhawks, Bulls, Cubs and White Sox established in December 2017 announced the continuation of its effort to lend financial support and team resources to local evidence-based solutions on gun violence. As part of the ongoing efforts, the Alliance and the Robert R. McCormick Foundation will provide a total of $1.5 million in grants to support five impactful programs and, organ- and organizations that are directly addressing the issue of gun violence in Chicago. So uh, from all of us to the Bears and really on this one, uh, Jerry Reinsdorf has been an absolute huge leader um, with both the Bulls and the Sox. Uh, we all know that our city can be a lot better place for everybody. And I just appreciate the fact that these guys um, have shown a willingness to be involved. So we all want we all want the city to be safer. We all want people's lives to not be impacted. And the fact that they um, have some boots on the ground in this is great. So I, I just appreciated seeing that email. I figured I'd give a shout out to it. Uh, speaking of uh, the city, apparently uh, Taylor Swift's at Soldier Field the next three nights. Is that right? That is right, Mark. It's going to be crazy over there. Are you going? I am not, but I do have a friend. My friend's uh, fiance really wants tickets. It's I don't know how it's going to happen. So if anybody knows... Send game me time. a DM. The game time is definitely the way to go. Um, but I, I think they're no, going no, for no. over a grand. Easily, easily over a grand, which is nuts. Uh I look today. Hold on, I'll look, I'll look right oh, now. Braggs, are you going to Taylor Swift? <laughs> Uh-oh. I am not. Good. I I'm not a Taylor Swift fan. Not a Swifty. So, no. What did but, you just what did you just put up on our screen? You got it. I got to give a shout out to our, our social media team and Casey. She, they did such a great job with this Taylor Swift thread. Mm-hmm. So you got to check it out on Twitter. Had a bunch of really good nuggets, uh, Chicago sports nuggets intertwined with Taylor Swift albums. But I am not going to Taylor Swift. And if I had tickets, I'd be selling them because I don't care how big a Taylor Swift fan you are. Make that money. Stand outside the stadium. Jeez, it's crazy how much they're going for. So I but I am you. impressed by how big the stage is. The stage like goes all the way past like the 50 yard line. So like for somebody like me that like, wow. goes to some concerts and gets in the pit right up on the stage, the a lot of people have an opportunity to be right up on the stage. It's it's, it's definitely a pretty cool uh stage design they have. According to game time, your cheapest in 356, which is behind the stage the way I'm looking at it right now. It doesn't seem right, but whatever. Seven hundred and ten dollars. If you did that with fees, it goes up to nine fifty-seven. So a uh, uh, thousand nine hundred fifty-seven bucks to be in the door. They say Game Time says the best deal right now is the floor, section C. So right in the middle, ten rows from the stage. Braggs, I got you in there. 
for $3,349. Oh my gosh. You're, <laughs> wow. you're a nice guy. Now, now Luke what? Stuckmeyer from our CHGO Cubs team is putting out on Twitter, I've got two tickets. Who wants them trying to start a riot? I did see that. I commented on that tweet. I'm like, whoa, hey, Luke, um, let's make something happen here. So you, you got my now, now, did you not to go completely off the rails here? Because I know this isn't after dark, but did you see the articles about how these Taylor Swift fans, as they call them, Swifties, are wearing adult diapers while they go to the concert so what? they don't have to use the restroom. Anything. Lawrence That's refused it. to talk about this yesterday on the CHGO. That sports can't be true. I can't see shaking his head. That seriously can't. That can't be true. It is true. That's they, not there's true. articles about it. it. I'm sorry, Lawrence. It's very interesting. You know, uh, the funniest New Year's Eve thing I ever saw was they're you know they're interviewing people on Times Square and they're like, we have been out here for. 18 hours they're like how have how have you been out here for 18 hours have you used the restroom and she's like we're wearing diapers and the person was like back to you (laughs) (laughs) that's frightening uh to the chat who as we get back to bears here has anybody ever worn a diaper to a bears game because they didn't want (laughs) to You want to go to the bathroom to miss a moment? That can't be a thing. That's I like that. That that's impossible. Oh, uh, just... If you're gonna if you're gonna do that, I honestly I think you should sit home and just enjoy yourself and watch some Fubo TV. Thank you very much. Great transition, Carm. Way to go. 140 live channels of sports shows, movies, and news. You don't need diapers. You can just live the dream. Stream live uh, to your TV from any device, and of course, you can watch the most Chicago sports for the lowest price. Start watching immediately. You can literally do it right after the show. Don't leave me now because I'll have my abandonment issues will pop up. But after the show, you can do it, and you get a seven-day free trial. You like it, you keep it. You don't, you say goodbye. No contract, no cable, no hassles. Sign up, start watching. 1,000 hours of cloud DVR so you can record all the movies that you want and da-da-da-da. Hook yourself up, and yeah. We got uh, the NBA Finals going on. We got the Cubs on marquee. We got the White Sox and NBC Sports. They've got it all. Watch any, let's call it, uh, let's watch the Cubs on their West Coast road trip come back in or the Sox coming home uh, with the Yankees this coming week on marquee and or NBC Sports Chicago with Fubo TV. Use the link in the description to sign up. 15% off your first month of Fubo Pro. Mark, I know you mentioned the Finals. Are the Heat done? No. I mean, they're no. not done. They're not going to win, but they're not done. Okay, that's yeah. how I would answer that. Okay, okay. Don't okay. don't 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 sleep on Jimmy here. I mean, no. I, I I got the Nuggets in five, but let's just, let's let, let's do math. It's one game, and they were still lurking around late in the fourth quarter last night. So I don't think it's over. You know what they need to do maybe to get back into game two? They got to get that What's energy that? going. They got to get yeah. that energy going, yeah. Mark. And that starts with ComEd Energy Efficiency Program, which is committed to helping families and businesses in the communities they serve, helping manage energy usage and lower energy bills there, Mark. You know that now and into the future. you damn right I do, Nick. ComEd offers a wide variety of incentives on lighting and other efficiency upgrades to commercial, industrial, and public sector customers of all sizes across the territory. ComEd also offers a free facility assessment that can help energy-saving opportunities like for HVAC systems, commercial kitchen equipment, or 
the always elusive industrial processes. A lot of stuff going on there, Mark. How exactly does that all work? You know, Nick, I am so pleased to tell you that an authorized engineer that might look like Greg Braggs is going to work with you to develop a detailed assessment plan specific to your goals and needs. How are you doing? Uh, this can be done in person or virtually. It does last about two hours. And then three to four weeks, customers are going to get a detailed energy efficiency project that they can start working on immediately You'll get a recommendation for estimated energy savings, cost savings, project costs, potential incentives, and a simple payback. If you own a business, do not wait. Get started saving money and energy today. For energy saving tips, lighting incentives, or to schedule your free facility assessment, go to comed.com slash poweringbiz. I like our your boy Boogie here in the chat. Hey, Mark. Did you say comed.com slash powering biz? You boy boogie, you damn well know I did schedule it today. All right. <laughs> I love that. Our, our chat knows they can they can do the show. They can do the ad reads. Yeah, hey, they know what's coming. That's well, that's what you get, comed. People love you. They mm-hmm. know you, they feel you, and uh and they appreciate you. So we appreciate our friends <laughs> at, at, at comed. All right. Um breaking news apparently that uh we're gonna have some guests on next week Braggs, do you want to say who's on after dark next week or you want to keep that a secret because i think i think our chat is going to be very interested in the name that you have lined up if you're willing to go there Uh, i don't know i think we're gonna let it i think we'll let you want to let it marinate i think we'll let it marinate over the weekend i don't know are you worried that he's gonna bail no i don't think he'll bail He's locked in. I mean, you you want to you want to give it away to the I, chat here? I, just, I, just, I mean, I think we'll it's, give it I, away to the chat here between us girls. Um, we're bringing on a a, a a heated rival of the podcasting world, uh, the renowned Packers podcaster from Locked On Packers, Peter Bukowski, will be joining mm. Bears After Dark next Wednesday, and we're gonna. We're gonna put him to the test. We're gonna we're gonna we're gonna put the cables on him a little bit. You know, uh, we know he's a he's a snarky Bears fan. He like uh, Bears troll, I should say. So we're gonna bring him on, and we're gonna flex our muscles now that we're the better team. See what he has to say about that. Uh, it's our it's gonna be our first friendly battle steven is fired up and we already got the ac adam i can't stand that guy we know a lot of you are yeah there's a lot of people that don't like him so we're gonna we're gonna come together here and and have a meeting of the mind and flex our muscle on him because we got the better quarterback and the better team now but we're you know i also with after dark here going forward for the next month or so want to try to bring in some of these other teams and the and the people that cover them and, and and see what they have to say not only about the rivalry but about what they're doing on their side of the track. So you know, it's a little learning lesson for us. So uh, I love it. I love it. So that's uh, I, it's our, I, Bragg's doing, uh, doing the dirty work of going up to green mm-hmm. Bay to get the, get the battle coming up on after dark, uh, a couple super chats coming in here. Uh, Steven Weatherford, if fields became the best quarterback in bears history, does that make Nagy responsible for two quarterbacks Fields and Mahomes from the Super Chat world. Um, Stephen Weatherford, four ninety nine. It's a little bit too much credit for Matt Nagy in my uh, in my world, Stephen. But but um, technically, I suppose he gets twelve two uh, percent of the credit. 
Yeah, yeah, it's very minimal, you know, because uh, with Matt Nagy, it didn't look so good with Justin Fields. Just go back to the very first game that Justin Fields played for the Bears and what happened in that Browns game. Like, it wasn't wasn't right. No, 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 no disrespect to our Matt Nagy in the chat here Mm -hmm. and even to the real Matt Nagy uh, because, you know, you, you gave it your best. You tried. It just didn't work. The biggest moment of putzdom, if I may use that word, when he went up to George McCaskey and asked him if it, who who he wanted starting at quarterback. You remember that? That it came back out yeah. and it was like, uh, yeah. I don't know why you're asking me that question. <laughs> yeah, that's that's when. <sighs> Look, it's your literally your job, Matt. <laughs> like, what what are we doing here? You're asking George McCaskey. Like dude, that's, dude, 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 dude. You've been here for a while. Uh, don't you know that that guy doesn't know anything? Seriously, <laughs> you shouldn't have. That's such a huge, like, decision. And if you're gonna go and ask, you know, George McCaskey, what what's the answer to that question? That's where you know it's uh, not gonna go in the right place. And that's exactly where it went with that Nagy and. So it, to, to go to the other part with Mahomes, like, look, I, I think there there's some credit that needs to be given to the coaches around Patrick Mahomes and how he's able to do what he's do. But like, I think wherever that guy would have went, even if the Bears would have drafted Patrick Mahomes, he was still going to be Patrick Mahomes. He's that kind of talent. He's that kind of dude. So to go back to the super chat, like, how much credit? Not too much. Yeah, and I mean. Does it matter where you get drafted? Yes. The concept that the Bears will screw up any quarterback and that if Patrick Mahomes, if they had drafted him and Trubisky, then he come on. Come on. That that they're not they're not that. I, I can't I will refuse to believe that they're, they're, that they're that incompetent. Mm-hmm. That if they actually drafted the right guy, they'd get it wrong. Uh one more super chat from Chubbs, five bucks. Scotty is upset. <laughs> I'm just trying to figure out if it's okay for us to read this. Scotty is upset because his basketballs are somewhere else. Chubbs, <laughs> <laughs> we're going to make this a night. You know, this is not an after dark moment here. Um, or in his ex-wife's purse at Jordan Seed's house. Okay, listen, uh, the Scotty Michael thing, we've talked about it on the show. And, and, it's just so so disappointing it almost be like walter payton and, and, and like you know back in the day like just saying that he did that he hated mike singletary or that that he couldn't stand richard dent or jim or even jim mcmahon um it's one of the most pathetic developments by an individual who benefited so much playing in this city with the greatest player to ever play anything what a complete moron uh, and sad. Like, I don't know what's happened to you, dude. I don't know where your life has gone. I know that you were underpaid for many, 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 many years, but you also made a hundred million plus dollars playing the game. And I know the guy that you played with made a, you know, is a billionaire and maybe you think you should be that, but a hundred million you made. You should be living it's, well, man. You should be a happy dude. You got to you got to live your dream. You won six titles. You should have a smile on your face every damn ass day. 
You just you, you if there's if things aren't right in your life, you gotta look in the mirror. Don't look at Mike. You, that's what are you doing? So, yeah, that's- yeah. My my girlfriend and I were just watching um, the Last Dance for a second time, um, and just seeing like those those video clips, the images. Like obviously, they had a lot of fun winning and playing together. And with all this, it just it's sad. It's sad to see because that was a you know a great time to be a Bulls fan. They had a lot of fun doing it, and now all this is just it sours um what was like again so special but yeah I mean, you just gotta look at yourself in the mirror like you said mark and see yeah. what's what's internally wrong do we have bear tree available because nick <laughs> wanted to talk about bear tree before we get out here on this friday and, and and send you off on your day and we appreciate you making time for Give us as second. always all right thank you uh because at the end of the show yesterday if you missed yesterday's show i was out at hallis hall with nick and with with hoagie um who's uh, uh not here today. We miss you, Adam Hogue, but we'll be back on Monday. Um, and I'm, I turn around and I see this tree. And I swear to God, the tree is talking to me, looking at me, just giving me all the energy. And I'm thinking to myself, that tree is alive. That tree is the ghost of bears past. That tree is turning into a bear. And there it is. If you're watching on YouTube, you see the, you see the nose. That is a bear nose. And that is a bear eye winking at you. And then even if you go all the way up top to the main big branch in the middle, there's like a weird also like something going on up there. Like another, like it's almost like another bear that's hanging out. on, <laughs> okay. on, on Yeah. Uh, right. That's, I that's, see uh, that. that's hanging out on the bears. There's like two bears watching over. I swear to God that right there, that is like, that is Hallis and, and uh, I don't know, Red Grange, somebody <laughs> it's, that tree is alive. Look at that thing. <laughs> You telling me that when when that thing wasn't planted, uh, and I tweeted it out by the way for the audio world. If you want to go to at the carb, it's 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 out there. That tree, if you stare at that thing, I swear to God, if you stare long enough, it's gonna start talking to you. Okay, here's a Dylan's comment right here, and this is actually one of the other animals that it look like. It looks like a sloth, the sloth from Ice Age. If we were to pull up that and put it right next to it, the top of the middle branch looks like his face. And then the two branches coming out look like his arms. I don't know if you know who that is or if you can picture it if you're, like, listening to me. But that's who it looks like. And also the bear, of course, Mark. Uh, but, yes, that was one of the, the thoughts that I had when Mark tweeted that. I'm like, who, what the hell? What animals are you seeing in this this bear tree? This is this is the the tree that's by the fields three and four, like, where we were at, right, for the OTA practice, Mark? Is yeah. that right? Yeah. Okay. That tree is watching practice every single day, and that's what it's turned into. So, like, the thing is, too, it's it's kind of crazy. Like, the, the Bears had to take down a lot of the trees in that area to put those two fields out there, and yet one of the remaining trees, the one that is it's got Red Grange and all all these bears in it, is this one right here. So, obviously, the bear tree is a thing. It's alive. Well, oversees everything that's going on. It's going to keep on growing just like the Bears team and lead them to the promised land. I'm just, you know, we got OTAs on Wednesday. I'm going to be out there and unless, you know, Bears personnel, if there's a reason that I can't do it, um, I'm going to go up to that tree, give it a hug, maybe do a video and and, and give it a pet and and, <laughs> and tell tell them that everything's all right. We're, we're in a good situation. Yes, Briggs. Um, well, I mean, we've, we've put a, you know, a halt on your singing you know, and I, and I think this is it. You, you brought it up twice this week. 
if we got to hear about this tree the rest of the summer, I'm I'm gonna start rioting with. I'll some just of the do it people. on my. Own, I'll do it on my own Twitter. You yeah. jerk. <laughs> <laughs> oh, there we go. That's amazing. There it is. That, <laughs> that who who had who who nailed that call? Dylan. Dylan had it. <laughs> I mean, I'm telling you that tree. And for the record, by the way, nobody knows what's going on out there. We don't, you know, you know, no, no, nobody comes back and tells us what happens when we when we leave this world. I, I, you tell, I don't know what's going on in that tree. There could be some spirits in that tree, just hanging out football spirits. Let's go. Gail Sayers is like joined recently. R.I.P. Gail. It's his birthday this week. I don't know who put out a tweet spelling his name wrong, but that guy should be fired. <laughs> We'll leave it a mystery. Yeah, we'll, we'll leave that one a mystery. Uh, all right. Uh, I think I can announce what uh, what Hogue said in the in the in the in the in the Slack. What do you think, Nick? Is that is that private or is that not private? Um, no. Just just let that be for us until next week. You don't have to tell everyone everything immediately. Like, People need to know these things. It's promotion. No. Why don't we want to, we don't want to promote ourselves? Because what if it, it falls through or like then changes it or something? Then it like, falls through. No, then here's no what you need to know, everybody. Just, you got to tune into the CHO Bears podcast all next week. You can't okay, miss fine. any one of the episodes because you never know. Former bear potentially on the show on Tuesday. That's all I'm saying. Fine. Fine. I will, I, uh, I will defer to, my he's still gave it still, he's still giving nuggets away nuggets it's a nugget i can't give a nugget denver nuggets dnvr in DNVR, miami shout out they're nuggets in four i mean, bet on that no nuggets in four why, I why don't we double down on lunch i already on that. owe you a lunch but yeah you want to double you know, down you know like i'll bet you the heat get a game they smoked them last night so even if the heat play a good game then it's just gonna it's not like it's not nuggets in four. The the matchup is just not are there you, for are you making the, the Cinderella bet? has turned into a pumpkin. I think we see a different Jimmy, hopefully in game two. Are you making the bet or you're not making the bet? No, I'm not making the bet. I already owe you a lunch. Okay. Fine, right. I'm making the bet. Lunch. All right, yes. Lunch right. bet. Okay, I'm gonna get my go. lunch back. Well, maybe you will, or 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 we're gonna double down. All right, everybody have a great weekend. Thanks so much for watching today, Nick. Good to be with you. You two, Braggs. You two, Lawrence. Uh, we appreciate everybody, of course. And we're back Monday at noon as we were ninety-seven days to the NFL opener, and however many days to training camp. I asked this week, by the way, what's day one, and I did not get an answer yet. Um, so I'm looking forward to whenever the hell that is. Um, and just on the back end here, uh, Crystal, welcome back to Chicago. See you in there. Brandon, appreciate the, the kind words. And, uh, Hey Braggs, you get an A buddy show stayed on. We got mm-hmm. the bear tree up. We had that weird graphic that Nick wanted, which was super interesting. That was all Lawrence. Yeah. Well, the graphic. whatever you, I'm not you, capable of that. You, well, you, you, yes. you, you, you brought in help when you needed help that, that counts. Um, and you didn't shit on him like Scottie Pippen did on the greatest player to ever play. It takes a, a village, especially yeah, with well, me. I think I embody that. That's yeah, so well, no, great job, guys. I almost yeah. kept karma on track for a whole show. I was like really proud of myself until the 50 minute mark. Then he went to the tree talk. Well, right. And on that note, have a, let's see if Greg knows how to end the show. Have a great weekend and go hug a tree.